1989, a group of dads consulted with teachers, psychologists, and church leaders to develop an alternative form of entertainment for children that focused on the importance of values. The show featured artists and puppets from creators that worked on projects such as Sesame Street and Fraggle Rock, and each episode was written with dialogue for kids aged two to seven so that they would be able to understand it. That was Quigley's Village. And this is Godfella. Welcome to Godfellas, the podcast who doesn't know if we're a man or a Muppet. I'm Miss Hannah. I'm a man. I'm a Muppet. The Oscar winning song. Yes. Oh, you can. I can put dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I'm Mr. Zach, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And I am surprised that won an Oscar. Yeah. Best song. I'm going to see who it was up against. I'm Mr. Jimmy. It was up. It had competition, I think. You know what? And Brett McKenzie and Jason Siegel earned it. I, I agree. <laughs> I'm a man. You go. I'm a Muppet. He, Jason Siegel has one more Oscar than Lynn Manuel Miranda does. So take that. Lynn doesn't have an Oscar. No, he didn't win for nope. Encanto. No. What one? Uh, that, wait, because he doesn't. Because I remember Moana? thinking. Not Moana, no, because like everyone was like, just give the man his P-Got, and they were like, and it's like, they're like, nope, nope, nope. This is good content for the... <laughs> Does Lynn Yeah, have- now I'm like, we need to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to... Yeah, welcome to... P- P-Got, fellas. Yeah, no, P-Got, down. fellas. He still needs to win an Oscar, like, as of now, so nothing for Encanto. Interesting. Yeah. So he has every other award. Yeah, every other award except the, uh, because like it was, I remember when it was Moana, everyone was like, okay. Yeah, how far far ago? ago, Didn't win? No, it lost to City of Stars. And there are people who are like, Moana did not cross the ocean and fight like, and find the heart of Tefiti and restore it to lose to Ryan Gosling's like mumbling. So wait, because I, I, I thought we don't talk about Bruno one. No, no, it's it's very much. I feel like Lin Manuel Miranda is the Leonardo DiCaprio of the Oscars now. For a while, mm. it's like they just won't give it to him, and it feels very much like we're not going to give you that. Like not yet, not yet. So until as long you as he crawl out of a dead bear, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Leo. Oh, Leo. Well, uh, today, uh, we're not talking about Leo, but we are talking about lions. Um, Awful transition on my end. No, that was great. We are talking about the um, late 80s, early 90s Christian kids show, Quigley's Village, which um, was picked by yours truly because it was an obscure show that I watched a lot as a kid and have been wanting to talk about on the podcast since... I officially became a co-host in 2021. Officially in 2022, but yeah, basically 2021. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
So only a year. Uh, but still, it was a long, long year well, of, I felt, of yearning. For- I mean, I will say I felt bad because you would bring it up all the time. And like, I'd never seen it. But just like based on what I saw, I was like, it seems like it's for like little, little kids. So I don't want to be the, you're never going to look like the superhero walking in and being like, this show for babies. <laughs> This show for babies is for babies. So I was like, I don't like, I don't know what we're really gonna like, because making fun of it seems a little below us. And so I was happy then when you kind of rewatch the show and you're like, I think that there's more than just like us, you know, making fun of the episode. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I I was so nervous to rewatch it because mm. I I loved it so much as a kid. Jimmy, had you heard of Quigley's Village at all? I have not, but no. now I have. Now, now you have. <laughs> I don't know if I've met a single person outside of my family that has watched Quigley's Village. But it did have like 20,000 views on YouTube. So I know there's some. You have 20,000 family members? <laughs> yes. If you see my mom's side of the family. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. My mom's one of 10 kids, so we I have a large family. But, and you're one uh, of four sisters, so I mean. Yeah, there's, like, there's so everybody everybody yeah. in the family only has to watch it like 10 times. and then. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they're all me. Yeah. Um, no. Every single one of them. <laughs> Just rip it. Um, so I had heard of this show because um, in one of the churches that my parents were pastoring, there was like a little conference room with a, the TV and a VHS player. And I think I, we might have owned some, but th- I definitely remember watching them there. Like, that's where they were. And I was really drawn into this for the puppets because everybody loves puppets. Yeah. Um, and um, the theme song. I love the theme song. I still love the theme song. I think it slaps. I, I think it's so catchy. Maybe that's my nostalgia, but it was a good theme song. Thank you. Yes, it, it was. Did the job. Yeah, Ooh. and I was looking. I was like, it looks. It's. It felt a little long, and then I looked up other famous theme songs that I really like. And Golden Girls is forty seconds, so twenty seconds yeah. isn't much different. Full House is a minute and four, which it was like a wow. minute and four. So it's. Yeah. This is Full House length. I mean, the, the Godfellas theme song is like a minute on the money. We never get to the full minute usually because we cut it at the guitar solo. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but, you know, 20 seconds can make all the difference. It really can't. If, yeah. if it's a good theme song or yeah. not. Yeah. Oh, that might be a good question for a future episode, too. Best theme song? Best theme song. Catchiest theme song? Yeah. Not Boy Meets World. Well, no, it goes through too many. There's yeah. more theme songs than there are seasons of Boy Meets World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Side note, well, I don't like shows that change the theme song. Season to season, I don't. Oh, I, I kind of do. Well, I every, everybody hates Chris. It was it was like a little bit different every oh, time. They do yeah. it. They do it in the wire, and that's like part of the fabric of the show, though. So I really like it there. Mm. Like it's like it's the same song, just the vibe is different. Like the genre is kind of different each season. Okay. We we've been watching um, Shrinking on Apple TV, which is Jason Siegel's new show. Yeah. Um, and that theme song I really like. Mm. Yeah, it it's a little like it's not very catchy. I can't remember it, and no. I think it's the same producer as like Scrubs and like Scrubs and Ted Lasso. is like. Well, I'm I'm saying Scrubs because I think Scrubs is like a top tier theme song because it gets in, it gets out, and moves on. Sure. And like season two, they tried to like stretch it out, and then I think they ended up just going back to the, I can't do this all on my own. No, I know. I'm no Superman. And that's it. It's like, yeah, it works. Cool. 
Well, um, <laughs> we did ask a question. Sorry, we we're did. rambling. Uh, yeah. We did ask a question on our Instagram in preparation for this episode, and that is, what is your favorite TV show featuring puppets? Mm. And we got a we got a few responses. Yes, we did. So, uh, from guest that we've had on the show many a time and deep friend of the pod, Olivia Dupree said, this is her exact quote. I wrote it down. Um, well, it was the Dark Crystal Rise of the Resistance till Netflix got scared and canceled it. Mm, great show. Mm. Fantastic. So that was, um, I don't know if Jimmy was there for that or not, but it, I don't think so because you were in seminary. Yeah. But that was Olivia, Mitch, and Ed Milcrease. We watched that every Monday during like when the pandemic was in full lockdown. Mm-hmm. And we would watch like two episodes and then watch Love is Blind. And I mean, Dark Crystal, Rise of the Resistance, it's an incredible show if you haven't seen it. The puppet work is, I will say, unparalleled. Um, I think it's better than the movie, and I really have a lot of respect for the movie. I like, I can't, you can't see, I have two Funko Pops on my desk right now that are from Dark Crystal Rise of the Resistance, so I also really like that show. Yeah, I remember watching it because you had mentioned it, and it was, yeah, it was, I, I, I remember being incredibly impressive, like just very. Not no, because I love I I think puppetry I think I think puppetry is that the right word? Yeah, is an underrated art form. And you might be like, is it? And I'm like, well, I think people underestimate how much work goes into making a puppet seem like I, I don't know fluid. Like it moves. Yeah. And it's not. It's not awkward. Like that's a lot of that's a lot of work. Well, well, and and like the other side of the coin too is think whatever you regardless of what you think about the movie. Think about how good you felt, like, right down to your belly when you saw Puppet Yoda in The Last Jedi. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, puppets are cool. Yes, puppets are cool. I I feel the pressure to third this, that puppets are cool. Puppets are cool. I'm also (laughs) pro-puppet. I think this will be a really popular answer amongst people. Um, listening, but Noah Hewitt said the Muppet Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't go wrong there. It, it's hard to. I mean, I feel like that's like the right answer, so it's hard yeah. to like add anything clever to it, you know? Absolutely, and I think also such a cultural phenomenon too. Yeah, because phenomenon. I, See, and you can say that. This is the thing about the Muppets that I always find fascinating is that, like, and I'm glad for it. It's I feel like it's neither a kid thing nor an adult thing. Right. Like it, it just brings everyone together. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, and Michael Williams said, "Between the Lions" is up there for sure. I can't believe he said that. Why? I loved Between the Lions. I'm going to look up what a Between the Lions is. I liked the voice acting, but I don't remember like anything about the show other than that. I think they worked at like the library. Yeah. I just like that the dad talks like, How you doing, everybody? It's me. How you doing? I'm, we're in Between the Lions here. How's it going, friends? They had um, they had Cliffhanger, the guy. Oh, and that's why he's called Cliffhanger. Yeah. And- yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, it's better than I remember that. Other little, I gotta, I can't remember all the little skits. It was like a bit of a variety show. Oh, Artie Smarty mm -hmm. Pants. No. He had the pants. <laughs> I just remember Cliffhanger. Right and there. he was smart. And he was smart. <laughs> <laughs> I. And that's why he's called Cliffhanger. Click the mouse. Oh. Announcer Bunny. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm just not getting it. No, I remember the show. <laughs> I just remember it wasn't one that I would frequent, which is interesting. It's interesting because Michael is older than I am. And it came out like, I, I think it came out when we would have been like second or third grade, maybe. So yeah, that's interesting. Michael loves puppets, though. I know that for sure. Mm, absolutely. So. What, are, um, what are some of the ones that come to mind for us? Dark Crystal Rise of the Resistance is like, I think... It's so much more than just like, it's a show with puppets. It's, you know, yeah. For me, it's not so much shows, but I, I do, I think about movies. I think about, you know, Labyrinth yeah. and Dark Crystal. And I mean, shows with puppets. I mean, you know, Sesame Street, love Sesame Street. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, obviously, yeah. is going to come to mind. But for me, like... When I think about all you can really do with puppets and when they can be, like, at their most powerful, I think about, like, you know, I think about movie stuff, if I'm being totally honest. Mm -hmm. Look at movies featuring puppets. Yeah, like, I'm <laughs> blanking on puppets. Yeah, uh, um, puppets and Sesame Street, probably. Mm -hmm. Well, um, uh, mm, The Dark Crystal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Muppets. Mm -hmm. There we go. Um, well, no, I think you made a great point. Like, how wonderful was it to see Puppet Yoda back in Last yeah. Jedi? Mm -hmm. And how much joy that brings to your heart? Yeah. A lot of horror movies use puppets, actually. Uh, yeah. Well, it's cheaper. Th I, I mean, I don't know if it's cheaper than CG, actually. Huh. Do you have any puppet shows you liked? I... I guess, uh, I guess he Sesame actually Street doesn't growing like up. puppets. So. Yeah, I, I am pro... <laughs> hey, everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Do not put me in the anti-puppet camp. I am totally pro-puppet. <laughs> pro-puppet? Pro-puppet. Um, you heard it here first. <laughs> the source. Um, I thought of things like really, I mean, it's mostly kid shows. Like, I can't well, really yeah. think of, like, adult stuff. Uh, but, like, Bear in the Big Blue House... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now that the more that you say, the more I remember. <laughs> I was like, I, a lot of the shows that I was into as a kid featured puppets, like, um, Quigley's Village. Quigley's Village. <laughs> there was another Prayer Bear. Prayer Bear was a puppet. That's correct. Um, Gerbert. 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 He that? was a he was a Christian puppet. I don't remember that one. <gasps> Sorry. Um, uh, Caillou had like uh, uh, originally. Had like a little okay. That was my time, Zach. Get Caillou out of here. That was my era. Um, Caillou had like a little bit of puppetry sometimes. Um, Lamb Chop. I remember watching Lamb Chop as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't really a Barney gal, but that's Barney is a puppet. I was I a Barney boy. Well, I wouldn't call Barney a puppet. I don't think that's like a left. person in like a mascot suit. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Barney, Barney's no puppet. Also an art form, but not puppets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a different. I'm, I'm also pro mascot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the line between puppet and mascot? <laughs> Spending the 
let's feast on this episode. I don't think we've ever read to our audience that this section is called time for our feast. Have we ever verbalized that? No, I don't. I, I've said it a bunch. So in our outline, yeah. that's what we call it. Why yeah. is that? What is the lore behind time for our feast? If you don't mind sharing. I, because Brandon always would say like, let's not make a meal out of this because, but it, it's kind of one of those things where early on there was so much, the episodes of the things we were talking about were like so short or there was so little on the table that it's like, we have to make a meal out of everything. So I mm -hmm. think I started saying like, it's time for our feast. <laughs> like we're going to turn everything uh. into like the biggest deal ever. Also, Brandon says that sometimes I talk about things like it's the most important thing ever. So I was like, it's not just a meal, it's a feast. It's convincing. Yeah, I love your dedication. <laughs> So the theme of this week's episode is temptation and the focus kind of revolves around Mr. Quigley, who is like the teacher of the village. It's yeah, ambiguous. I mean, it's, are we, are it's we going to jump into that? Yeah, sure. Once again, it's a, it's a show for two to seven year olds, so we don't want to punch down. That's never fun. No, but I right. do but have like, notes. What is the, yeah, what is the living? I was wondering what the living situation was like is it is this a village for like wayward uh animals or is it just like a village like why i live in a little place with houses next to me and we don't uh have poem writing contests like what is the what is the relationship <laughs> between these um, people so i am on the official quigley's village website yeah and all it it's says, like a hoa <laughs> all it says is Mr. Quigley is the leader of the village. <laughs> Quigley's cult. That does sound Quigley's, really bad. Quig uh, well, Quigley's compound is, I like the sound of the... <laughs> That's not important. Okay. But other... It yeah, doesn't they, really say. I guess it's It's okay just... to love your neighbors like good Christians. That's yeah. all they're getting. Is we the... have seceded from the union. Is he the mayor? <laughs> like, could we say that? Like... It's his but village. Then again, we're not is it like a like, commune? Like, <laughs> I think it's a commune. It's a it's a compound. Well, yeah, well, kind of. Well, I mean, not to jump into my issues with the show, and I'm I'm sure the guy who plays Quigley is nice. But the first thing I noticed, I was like, this guy's too young. Like he's a little too young. Where now I'm asking questions about who is this? Where I was like, you know, Mister Rogers' neighborhood. We don't ask like, you know, but what neighborhood is it? You know, you don't know what mm -hmm. I mean. It's like, oh, it's just like you're going to visit the neighborhood that he lives in whereas yeah. Quigley's village it does seem more like this is my village and I think if like he were a little bit like older we'd be like oh no we're going to visit like it's like when we're like we're gonna go visit where grandpa lives or whatever like yeah you know then it would make a little more sense but again that's like kind of minor but yeah 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 I, did you think he was too young Jimmy that thought never crossed my mind. I was just too busy trying to figure out the the situation, the relationship between everybody. <laughs> but uh, it proves a good point. Where does he does he own yeah. all the property? Is he their landlord? We can go on forever. Let's not make a meal of this. Let's... <laughs> it's, it's time, time for, for our feast. feast. It's, it's time for a feast. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's ambiguous. I, I, it, I. So I watched another episode as well to just get a little more context. Yeah. And it seems like he's kind of like a teacher to them. Sure. Maybe just like self-motivated. 
Maybe mm. not actually a teacher. But it's like my preschoolers are like, we're going to Mr. Zach's classroom. It's not actually my classroom, but yeah. So I think right. it's a little more like. But you work there. Yeah. The village where he lives. Yeah. Yeah. So he's teaching the kids how to write poetry today. Um, and then there's going to be a poetry contest. Which I was so excited to see what the poetry contest was going to be. And spoiler spoiler alert, it's them sitting around on the porch, like just reading their poems. Two to seven, Zach. Two to seven. (laughs) (laughs) No, still, like, well, Arthur, who would you say Arthur is for? Four to seven? I don't know. Because I I think at the end, you still could have had it be a little more grand and like. And not just like we're set. sitting on the porch. Yeah, a different yeah. set. That's like what I podiums mean. Podiums. Like let's go. Like again, bear in the big blue house. Like there's different rooms in the house. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I was looking at because this website has a lot more than uh, they're very. They, they haven't made an episode since 1994, but their socials Good are year. very active. I bet. Um, like they were posting on Facebook as of January 23rd. So like pretty recent. Wait, since 94? 94 was the last episode. Yeah. Wow. So that's older than I thought. Yeah. Because I was watching this, I was like, this could have come out in, like, 98. Like, because watching Bible Man, I thought Bible Man, like, oh, 85, 87, 98. Okay. It's a so good-looking th- show. Yeah. 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 I Well, so I was looking at, um, they have, a, I, I think, actually, a lot of cool, like, behind-the-scenes stuff about the process of making the show. And it looks like the front porch of Mr. Quigley's house, if you're looking at it, and then just turned quite literally... Right on your left is the like shot of the village with everyone's houses. So that's all on the same little set. Sure. And like really compact and close together. So like it seemed like they weren't working with a lot, which can come across. Um, But <laughs> I would still say like I wouldn't have guessed that those houses were on the same set, though. Like I mm. felt like they got some good angles production wise, camera wise. I would agree. I would yeah. agree. Um, so we meet the first the first puppet we meet is Trundle, which is a toucan that uh, lives on Mr. Quigley's. Is this Mr. Quigley's pet? Like this is the other thing. Uh, well, does he own this bird, or is this bird just living there? Well, so at the beginning of the episode, though, he was like, um, "What? What did he say? He said, uh, today we're going to talk about temptation.'" And Trundle's like, "What's that?" And he's like, well, you might be tempted to stay up all night long. And he's like, oh, boy, yeah. And he's like, but then you'd be tired in the morning. And then I was like, yeah, but, like, what does Trundle have to do? Like, does he live in this cage? Like, it's not like he has to, like, oh, I'm going to be late for my shift at Starbucks. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like Trundle's a kid. So yeah. he's, like, growing. Sure, sure. Yeah. And then you see that he's at school with everybody else. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought um, Temptation's a hard one with kids. Um, because yeah. it's easy to make it about like something self control that it's not. Yeah, right. And I I felt like they they and we'll talk about it. I do think they did do a pretty good job of um sticking of staying on topic for the most part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and there was the letter at the beginning, which they do every episode. And right. what was it? Was happy is the right. What what's the phrase? The one who does not give in to temptation. something like something that. Like that. Yeah. Along, along yeah. those lines. Yeah. Well, I I do think, and Jimmy, I'm curious to see what you, see what you think about this too. I think the issue maybe with the show is that there's so, there's so many puppets 
and they're not distinct enough. So I think every episode should be like a human kid is visiting Quigley's village. So that way you can have like a quick like recap of like, oh, look, it's Bubba, the this, or it's Lemon, or, oh, hey, check it out, you know, what's up? And then you get, like, little glimpses of, like, you know, that's their character. This is their characteristic, like, really, really short. Mm. And you're like, oh, I've got it, you know? So Because I'm kind of like, if, Hannah, you said two to seven. If I'm expected to remember all of the, you know, the distinctive personalities of, like, ten different characters, it's yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, there's ten on the chat. I remember Bubba. That's well, it. Well, how many how many Sesame Street characters are there? Big Bird. That's true. There's a lot, Elmo. but every episode and Muppets. But you have I a special those, guest. Yeah, and they're a little more distinct. I think, like you know, mm-hmm. Elmo doesn't talk like Big Bird, and Big Bird uh-huh. doesn't talk like. And Grover. Elmo's not typically. I mean, he is in the newer episodes, but I felt like in the older yeah. ones, Elmo was really only in Elmo's world. Right. Like Elmo. Mm. Elmo didn't leave his house. Right. What? He was in his good own little you, world. Elmo. Yeah, good for yeah. you, Elmo. <laughs> a touching grass. Get your money, Elmo. Elmo loves his goldfish. His <laughs> crayon, too. <laughs> oh, boy. I am unhinged tonight. This, yeah, I love yeah. post-quantumania, Hannah. She's great. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, Um. so we meet... First, we meet Danny the lion, and Danny doesn't want to get up because he doesn't know how to write poetry. <laughs> Mood, yeah. um, first and foremost. Yeah. Um, uh, and Danny's whole arc throughout. What do we think of his storyline? His arc is that he's he's gonna steal what other people are thinking of writing for their poems because he doesn't know how to write his poem or think of what to put in his. So, I. I felt called out by this episode. uh, Screaming. Elaborate. When I lived in Dayton, Ohio, Mitch Dupree and I used to go to Slam Poetry, um, which was a couple Sundays a month. And we would go, and before the Slam, there would be open mic poetry. Now, I'm someone who, if I'm going to an event where there's an opportunity to get on stage, I feel like I didn't get the full experience if I didn't go on stage, if that makes sense. Like, if there's an opportunity for me to go on and share something, I feel like I don't, I want to get the whole opportunity. And so the first time I went, I was like, I want to write a poem. And there was this guy, there is this guy, Anis Mojgani, who I really, really like his poetry. And my first poem basically ripped off, like, the format and, like, a lot of the ideas of his poem, just, like, in my own words. Um... But people were still, like, really supportive and nice, but I definitely felt like I am 100% ripping this off. And so then watching this episode, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) But isn't that kind of like, I mean, you were an adult at this point, but you kind of copy, if you don't know how to do something, you copy what you've you've seen before. I know when we play uh, games with the kids, if it's like a little improv-y thing, and I say we're doing a scene or whatever and i'm like oh i'm a baker or whatever and then if yeah. you do it to a certain age especially two to seven year olds if they're like all right now you do a scene everybody's a baker because yeah. that's yeah yeah so don't beat yourself too up yeah. too much and i mean this storyline is different because i remember around like it was around like seven years old where like the concept of cheating mm-hmm. really starts kind- to sink in yeah because that's like oh the kid next to me like doesn't cover up their paper like 
I wonder if they I wonder if they're smarter than I am. <laughs> and like it's very easy then. So I I like that it's more about like him stealing from the other kids. Like that he's tempted to just not do the work and not try and to like take from other people. Um I liked that. I liked that. I think it's a little again I'm re- I'm really thinking about the show differently now that you said it's for 2 to 7 year olds. I think that might be a bit much for the two to seven year olds. Like you would really have to explain the don't cheat element of, of temptation and mm. it makes it a little more muddy. Whereas I think like Bubba's storyline is so straightforward that it's like, yeah, anyone can understand that. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of like it. I feel like it. Well, here's the thing is I feel like we talk a lot about, um, like the themes in a kid show and it, it doesn't always fit like the story they choose. Right. And I feel like that works for temptation. Sure. And maybe, I don't know, is the setup maybe so that like Bubba's storyline is for like two to five year olds. And then Danny's is like five to seven year olds. Like mm-hmm. maybe there's more of a simpler story and then a more complex. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe yeah, I'm reading into it. Episodes. Yeah. No, I, that's a good point. I was going to say that too. Yeah. That's a cogent point. Different. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I, tr- I I I'm trying very hard. I'm tr- I definitely don't want to be like <laughs> I'm defending the show by any means. I recognize its faults, but um, I I I, I what I liked is that they had the two storylines. I liked that it mm. wasn't just the one. Um, and they did that in the other episode that I watched too, where um, Bubba and Lemon had a storyline each. Mm. Now here's the thing, though, Hannah. I've been poorly hiding something from you. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I hate Bubba. Wow! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I've known from the moment you saw him. He, he came on screen and those dead eyes just <laughs> looked into my soul. And then he started singing his song about like, I was riding in the saddle of my banana crib and I'm like, no, no. Well, you, need a, you need a fun song, but I wasn't... Hooked by uh, riding my horse and eating my banana cream pies either. Yeah. No. Yeah, I have this on for one of the talking points. The music is weak. It it's is. not my favorite. Yeah. It, it, Other it, than the theme, I it, think the rest of it's pretty... No, and I agree. And it's also like, while we're talking about weird voices, Mr. Quigley's voice goes from, Hey, friends, how we doing? To... When I'm looking at, I was like, okay. to be fair, that's 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 my voice. I talk like, hey guys, my name is Jeremy, but I can't sing that. Hey, well, far well, away. Well, it's the thing I was thinking about. Like, there's a an art to earnest singing, if that makes sense. Like when you listen to Mister mm. Rogers sing, for instance, um, it's not like what an incredible voice but it's like he he really means it mm. whereas this was a little bit more like you hear the voice and kind of go whoa you know mm. where did where did that come from i believe we call that the quasimodo principle maybe we could yeah no i agree i like that the quasimodo principle that works i can't believe you're not even gonna talk about dexter's singing voice which one Who's was dexter? dexter oh the, the guy overalls oh well dexter is like he's good he went to like musical dexter. theater school i'm guessing well dexter is like he has a good sounding voice though so like i can get down with that quigley's was just very much like i i don't know because it's so low it's kind of like yeah oh no no i get it it definitely it, it, it's it's kind of like jolting to yeah. go oh 
Yeah. Yeah. Like a salty singing. Yeah, exactly like it. Yeah, from, oh, me on the mountain. When something seems to. <laughs> I am screaming. Oh, I keep saying that. I need to stop saying that. Oh, goodness. Um, Now, Bubba, can we tell the listening audience about Bubba's story? Yes, line? I was just about to lead us there. So his story, and this is one where I'm like, you have, you had a really good setup and you, and you even had a decent payoff. But I do think, so this is kind of, I think, where we're going to get into maybe some of what I believe. The thing about Temptation is I think there's a bit of a one-two punch with it, right? Because I, I really, really liked in the show that Quigley was like, you're not going to be tempted to, like, you know, eat your bro- eat too much broccoli or something. He's like, you're going to be tempted to do something that you want to do. I was like, that yeah, it's important for kids to know that. Because I think, you know... When I was a kid, I was like, oh, no, like, what if I'm tempted to murder somebody or something like that? Where it's like, that's not that's a in very my... real fear. Well, it's like, that's not in my personality or whatever. So, like, you know, as a kid, <laughs> Jimmy's really laughing. <laughs> like, what if I'm tempted to, like, steal something at the store? What if I'm tempted to do this? And then it's kind of like, well, that's not in my personality. But it's like, but maybe I am tempted to, like, lie about my home, not doing my homework or something like that. And so there was a bit of, like... I liked that they embraced that, but I think the other side with temptation is that there's a a bit of a one-two punch because it's like when you give in, you hurt yourself and oftentimes others. Mm-hmm. So this one, Bubba's mom makes like an affinity of banana cream pies, and he's like, "I love banana cream pies." I don't. What you mean to say is she's enabling him? Yeah. Yes. If she knows that her son has a banana cream pie problem. <laughs> And she's just leaving it out. Just leaving it out. And I didn't remember if she said something along the lines of like, we need to save some of these, but like, they're just out there and he, and he eats them. And, you know, at the end of the episode, it, it, not to jump to the end, but at the end, he's like, oh, my stomach hurts because I ate too many banana cream pies. And I was like, to me, it would have hit even harder as a kid if it was like, now my stomach hurts, but also I ate all the banana cream pies that were for like, you know, the party or for all of our friends. And now they don't have any because I gave into my temptation. Mm-hmm. And because it was and then just Bubba's sister takes the blame <laughs> for uh, for eating all the banana cream pies. I think what would have been good for 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 it is if maybe there was just the one pie and Bubba ate it. And then he didn't win the poetry contest. Someone else did. And then Mr. Quigley was like, oh, no, we don't know where the prize went. We don't we can't find the banana cream pie. And then for Bubba to be like, oh, I have to own up to it. I ate it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is a little goofy that he's like, my mom made 900 banana cream pies, but said I I can only have 899. Yeah. When he (laughs) they keep going back to him, like eyeing the last one. And it's like. You've had two. He can get he. Why isn't he eating it? We're leading up to him eating. I, I still bet. think it was a pretty good understanding of temptation. Yeah, no. But, and, I, and again, I'm I'm kind of splitting hairs here, but right. I think like I would have liked to have seen dealt with like how you giving into temptation hurts your friends because it's called mm-hmm. Quigley's Village, mm-hmm. so it's like it's about the community too. You know, it's about it's a good compound. Point. It's, it's a- about the compound. <laughs> Um, now here's the last thing I kind of want to bring up. Okay. Um, 
Can I can I can I say one nice thing because I feel like oh, I've been yeah, really please. nice. The pacing of this episode was was great. It was so zippy, even yeah. with the banana cream song. It was I, yeah, a plus. Yeah, yeah it was pretty. I it was pretty good. I think. Mm-hmm. I I I think it cuts pretty well. I like that we see all the kids like houses. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, a change of scenery is always good. Um, for keeping attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, did we think that this episode was, quote unquote, overly Christian in its themes? Because I felt like there was a mention of the Lord, but I felt like it was really more just about like being a good person. Sure. Mm-hmm. I, and I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, which is okay. I'm no, just no, curious no, no. what you think. Yeah, I think here's I'm gonna say something. <sighs> There's not a nice way to say this. I think Christians, and this is just based on what I see on the internet, there's a lot, there's a very vocal camp of Christians, I'll say that, because I won't say it's a lot, who think that all the goodness in the world resides inside of just them, who think that, like, you know, nobody else would make a quality children's show that has, like, strong lessons, so I think for maybe that group, just because this has positive messages, they might think like, well, that's Christian because every no other show has positive messages. You know what I mean? Because like we do mm-hmm. see that. We see people who are like, oh, everything on TV is it's garbage. It's secular, you know, trash. Mm-hmm. So I think just the fact that the show is so focused on like community and positivity, I think that for that audience, which is probably the audience that's watching this and, you know, might even be making it, I think that that's going to be enough for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we, we've, as we've talked with VeggieTales and every time I think the weakest part of a VeggieTales episode is sometimes the shoehorned Bible computer verse at the end where it's kind of like, uh, does it really talk about our theme? So not picking one doesn't make it a non-Christian show because God loves you and we do too. Right. <laughs> yeah i almost feel like that's what made it work for me is like that it wasn't overly connected like there was some mention i think so the other episode i watched just a quick summary mm-hmm. um was about overcoming fear and mm-hmm. the main storyline was that mr quigley was taking danny and spike and bubba camping and bubba was really scared to sleep outside at night um and they kept what I would have left Bubba outside. He, if I were, if I were the leader, he would be right to be scared. Bubba. I'd be like, once Bubba goes to sleep, uh, everyone, we're leaving. <laughs> Zach wants Bubba's death. Come on, come on. Bubba. Um, and then the second storyline was that Lemon, which is Danny's sister. Yeah. Which I don't think is made clear, but no, I won't. I won't argue. Um, she's going to the doctor and can't find her doll, Mrs. Toddy. And she's mm-hmm. really scared to go to the doctor. And then she goes without the doll and is really brave and is like, wow, I'm so proud of myself. And you know what? I remember that Bubba's scared. So let's go bring my doll to Bubba so that he can be brave too. And I thought that was beautiful, beautiful moment of connecting the storylines. Mm-hmm. And they do bring in, they bring in the story of, Jesus sleeping on the boat when the disciples are scared of the storm and they ask him to wake up and well, the connection they bring is 
even the disciples were scared when Jesus was with them. Like okay. it's okay to be scared. Sure. And Jesus will be there for you. Like that was the that was the connection. Yeah. So I felt like it was a stronger episode than this one. Mm-hmm. But again, it was only really like a moment or two of like referencing scripture and it didn't go too deep. And I almost wonder if that's what worked. Like we talk a lot about like when do you introduce like the more mature themes of the Bible to kids? And I almost wonder, does a structure work where it's like teaching kids good values and then as they're older, then actually bringing in like stories in depth? Can can I get a little spicy for a second? Of course, please. Yeah. I think a lot of times when you're teaching, especially young kids, religion is kind of a great period at the end of the sentence, if that makes any sense at all. Because now, like, as a preschool teacher at a place that's not, it's not a Christian, you know, pre-K, it's a, you know, normal, it's a normal, you know, whatever, like, not church-affiliated or anything like that. There's so many times where I'll be talking to the kids about like being kind to your neighbor or like, you know, looking out for each other mm. or being grateful for what you have. And there are so many times where because of my background, you know, I I've told the story and it's all there for the kids to think about. But I feel like, you know, and to kind of wrap it all up, it, there's the thing of like, because that's what God wants you to do. But I. You know, I do think that for a lot of times, I don't, you know, and of course we should, if we believe the Bible and we believe in in Jesus, then yeah, we should want to live the way that he's told us to live. But I do think that outside of just Christianity and outside of just, you know, the church, there are, there are people who want to do good things and people who want to care for each other and people who want to, you know, love each other in ways that are healthy and that are good. And I think that, you know, what I see with this show is it's more like, you know, all of this and because God wants you to as well. And I don't think that there is really anything wrong with that. You know, Mm. I think that that's an interesting way to look at it. But at the same time, then can I think the question you're kind of getting at is, is the Christianity like even necessary to this show? And I think you could have this show without the Bible verses and things like that and still have a solid show, which I don't know if that is a criticism or a praise. You know what I mean? Right. I don't, Jimmy, what do you think? Like as, and I, and I ask you because like, as you know, your daughter is almost of the age to be like engaging with eight months today. Yeah. Like she's, she's, you know, like a couple of years shy of engaging with content like this, you know? And so I'm just curious about your thoughts. Uh, Yeah. I mean, a show like this, it was, it was all right. Uh, I wouldn't be mad if she if she watched it. I think the the themes are good. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm pleased to say that I don't think this show was harmful at all. I think what yes. really gets me angry on the show sometimes is we'll watch something that's like a God's not dead. And you're like, whoa, this is yeah, this this is actively harmful. I don't think anybody's walk away from Quigley's Village uh, radicalized in any way. <laughs> Unless they, unless that's how Quigley works, he just kind of like he gets you in there at the little things. Yeah, share, love each other. Yeah, banana cream pies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's yeah. a good show. I I like what you you hit. I, there's room for improvement. Like, is sure. it is it is it a good show? Oh gosh, Brandon, I'm coming for your gig. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, here's the thing. I think 
I you're asking, is it a good show? And I mean, I would say, aside from a couple of tweaks, like I felt the same way watching this as I felt watching Bear in the Big Blue House during Thanksgiving with the nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. Just the only difference is I don't have nostalgia for Quigley's Village. And you hate Bubba. And I hate Bubba, but I also don't really <laughs> care for Tucker. You know, you know what I mean. So it's sure. kind of like, like, yeah, the, this this show is like, yeah, it it's on par with other, you know, with with similar media that's not necessarily Christian, and you and again, it's kind of the thing. I'm I'm 29 years old. I'm not gonna watch this for the first time, and like have a new favorite show. You know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, so I think what? the fact that I think that it's good and that it's well made and that I only have like some minor tweaks for a show that's like final episode came out the year after my birth. Like, you know, I think I think that's pretty good. Yeah. The year of Jimmy's birth. It was. It was a good year. Good yeah. year. Good year. Good show. <laughs> good God. Good grace. Good God. Good grace. Amen. Well, folks, it's about that time where we're going to use our manners banana cream pie on my horse i ride what was what was their poems like on a hill far away when i when i go outside i like to play basketball with my friend spike like what what a great poem i'm like it's okay children it's okay. <laughs> Before I know we're doing manners, but no, it's okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt so connected with Mr. Quigley when he's like, "Yeah, write a poem, or if you don't know how to, just draw a picture." Like that's how I, I give directions. That. That's how I give directions in kids club because we have first graders next to fifth graders in our in my class. So I was like, "All right, y'all, like, do the thing, and if you don't know how to, just draw a picture of it." Yep, I do color by numbers with I do color by numbers with my kids. Some can read better than others. Yeah, and so I'm like, if you can read it, that's fine. And if not, make it up. Yep, or find someone who can help you. Yeah, it's yeah. it's great. I so love that. that. Good... I liked that connection. That like, yeah, you can yeah. all participate. That was good. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so actually, we're in for a treat today because Miss Judy made her famous banana pudding. Woo! Oh, banana pudding. I okay. changed it. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Banana pudding. So there's plenty for everyone. Maybe we have some Nilla wafers too for you to for you to eat if you like those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Zach, yeah, would you like some banana pudding? It's hard not to bring my real life feelings into this because I don't care for banana pudding, but I do like bananas and I do like pudding, and that's kind of where I'm landing a little bit. Is that like? It's not for me. It's, you know, today it's not something that I'm going to prefer. If I were a kid, I would try it. I might like it. But today, you know, it's just not something that I really want. But here's the thing. I know that Judy made this with love and care and that she made it thoughtfully. So I'm not going to dismiss it. I'm going to be polite and I'm going to take it. And I'm also not going to, like, complain about it. And you know what? I might enjoy it more than I'm prepared to. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, some. Am I gonna be going back for seconds and thirds? Probably not. But I appreciate Judy's heart, and I appreciate the fact that she made this when she didn't have to. And I'm gonna be um, content with what it is. Hmm. All right, great. Well, Jimmy, we have some more. Yeah, um, I'm surprised 
besides uh, the chosen and Veggie Tales, I think this is the only other thing that I would ask for seconds for, ever. Right? Like, whoa! We, right? We have to go back. I don't know who's keeping score, but like, yeah, I liked yeah. it. I thought it was. I thought it was fun. The Miracle Maker it. you liked. Oh, Miracle Maker. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 It's kind of hard to not do a good Jesus story, though. That's anyway, true. but yeah. All right. You think? But you think? <laughs> Watch out. Do I have yeah. some films for you? <laughs> I'm excited. But yeah, I, th- I thought it felt so good coming in to this episode with like, yeah, can we like poke a little bit of fun of it at it? But not because it was harmful, but because it's like, you know, like a funny friend. Like we we're just like jabbing like Mr. Quigley, you're so silly. So I thought I had a really good time. Yes, I would love some more banana uh, pudding. All right. Well, I... I also, I, in real life, I'm not a fan of bananas. And that's a very controversial thing about me, is that I don't, I don't like bananas. I, I think that's the most controversial thing about you. Yeah, I don't think it's that controversial. I feel like people are always like, what? Really? Yeah. yeah. All that to say, um, I will take the banana pudding <laughs> because I, I, I would watch this. I would put this on if I was doing like, um, like a nursery, I think I would put this on and see if any kids watch. Um, I want to hear that theme song again. And I think I keep coming back to the point Jimmy made. It's not harmful. It's not dangerous. And I don't think it teaches anything um, bad um, about the Lord or, you know, like things that I don't want people to learn as a kid. Granted, I should probably watch every episode before I say that. But I, I would say I think it really works as a show that just teaches ways to be a good person that teaches kids how to you know be a good person with those kind of values like kindness friendship overcoming fear temptation i think you don't have to be a christian to identify with those values so yeah i I would eat the pudding well folks uh it's time for our game and you know, they talked about poetry in this episode, and there is no poetry finer than the poetry of pop punk. Yeah! <laughs> and so we will be playing everyone's favorite game, Yay or Nay, in which I will be playing a sampling of a pop punk song, and Hannah and Jimmy will be telling me if it is Christian or non-Christian. So are we ready to play? Oh, yeah. All right, now, yes. so just to note, there are Wait, seven. Hannah, can we have a pop punk band name? What's our pop punk band name? I don't know. The um the Quigleys. The Quigleys? Mm, <laughs> the, the, yeah, yeah, the, the Quigleys. That works. All right, That's good. let's do it. Okay, so uh, there are seven songs on this playlist. I have it on random, so again, there's no pattern to be guessed. Mm. And are we ready? Yes. Yeah. All right, here let's... we go with with song number one. It's not the end, but it feels like it is. I'm waking up, like I'm back from the dead. I'm stepping down, and I feel so afraid. But as long as I'm moving. I almost thought at the beginning it was saying the killers, the killers, the killers. So I was, I like, was hearing the quicks, the quicks, the quicks. <laughs> <laughs> but the lyrics, 
felt very Christian-y to me. Yeah, like, I'm gonna wear my Jesus Pepsi shirt today. I'm gonna go. Yeah. To a field far away. Wake up a sleeper and <laughs> rise from the, the dead. Like, <laughs> so are we saying Christian? Uh, well, what do you feel, I'm, Jimmy? What's your gut? My gut is, like, I feel like I might have heard this song before, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a big Christian pop bunker. I think Reliant K is where I draw the line. I, I I think it's Christian, though. I agree with you, Hannah. It feels like, oh, sleeper. Yeah. 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 The, the, the Quigleys say... Christian. Well, that is a song called Never Going Back to Okay by the Afters, and it is a Christian song. I knew from that title alone. Uh. (laughs) No turning back. And that song was called (laughs) Amazing That doesn't exist. And it's the most secular (laughs) song ever. I'm waiting for that one where you're like, the Lord has forsaken me. Oh, boy. Death, <laughs> death and destruction. Death and destruction. Yeah. I didn't look up the lyrics really for a lot of these before. I just kind of like listened to like what initially sounded kind of thoughtful. Okay. All right. So are you ready for the next song? Yeah. If you listen, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Victory. This is... Do you know this one? Yeah. Oh, no. I was Victory. This is from the I first didn't... concert I ever went to. Like, you just brought me back, like, jumping up and down. Yeah, Jimmy Kills, man. We never talked about those, so I didn't know if you were had any idea of who they were. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. oh. So it's not Christian, but thank you for that little <laughs> that little pop in my pop punk. Wait, What's Hannah, the band? What were, Hannah, what were you thinking? Not Christian. That's Jimmy Eat World. It was World. too good, yeah. <laughs> it was the whoa, whoa, whoa's where I was like, maybe it could go either way. Honestly. That's true, actually. Yeah. That's a good point. Sing it now. Jesus loves you. Whoa. That's, wow. I can't believe that just happened. That's wild. I'm All right. Saying. I hope that happens for the rest of them. <laughs> oh, I, I might have I know, underestimated. We might have a good shot. I don't know. I may have underestimated Jimmy in this. Okay, here's the next song. And they, the lyrics say, getting up, running up, this constant pace has me on overload. I want to be in a place where the windows open and my mind can roam. All I think about is how much I'm uncertain, and now I'm standing down the, mare behind, the man behind the curtain. I'm so numb to the things I love. Where did my heart go wrong? That's where we're at so far. Can we, Hannah and Zach, can we have, because I was, I'm trying to pin down like the era it sounds like the newer stuff that sounds like the older stuff. What year was this? Because it sounds like 99 to 2001, but there was like a stretch in the late 2000s. Sure. I want to say this was 2012, this song. Okay. I'm thinking like you're like, uh, I'm not real big into the neck deeps or the uh, Let me check. state it's champs. 2000- no, that's, that can't be right. 2000. 
It says 2015, but I, I think that sounds like the era. So I'm going to go on a limb, Hannah, and say that it's 2014. A newer, it's a newer pop punk song that is not Christian. I feel like Christian pop punk died with Reliant K. I don't know anything about Christian pop I punk. I was leaning not Christian. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Well, that it's is a song. It's called Jesus Loves You So Much. <laughs> this is a song called Headphones by Carousel Kings. And it is not a Christian song. Woo! Hannah! The quickly <laughs> strike again! Going three for three. <laughs> right, we're going we for go. the quickly sweep, everybody. Or <laughs> four for four. Are here, we going four for four? Here we go with our next song. Well, Zach knew the guitar riff, so I'm thinking not Christian. Whoa. Yeah. That's I just don't my know. gut. Yeah. But not, I could be wrong. Not to well, say. Yeah. Sorry. This is where it's tricky because there's a lot of bands that Zach will play for me and talk to me about how they used to be Christian, but they aren't Christian anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I Forgive me. for I'm not a pop punk person. Forgive me if this is like any sort of like heresy I'm about to say. I almost felt like it kind of sounded like MXPX, um, which was a Christian band, but is not anymore. So mm. I don't know technically where that would lie. If this was, say, a former Christian band, would that be considered Christian or not? Whoa. It's, yeah. it's, about, the, it's about the song. The song itself. From the era. Yeah, because it's not, is it a Christian band? It's, is it a Christian song? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what were you thinking, Jimmy? I, I don't know. It. I'm thinking production-wise, it sounded super clean. It was like one of the, it was one of the loudest songs that we've listened to. I don't know if that's, if it's like the internet or whatever, but it's it sounded crisp in my ears. Mm-hmm. And I'm always going to lean better quality music-wise, non-Christian. Although there are some like your crossover artists. So that makes me believe that it's not, but the sound of his voice and the style sounded like a Christian song. If that makes sense, kind of like your MXPX kind of deal. I'm only familiar with like Hawk Nelson as like a Christian pop punk band. I don't know. I'm leaning not. Are you? I'm also leaning not. But now that we have so many streaks built up, I feel I know so much pressure. I know. What's the punishment, Zach? You have to share one of the lyrics on your Facebook status. Yeah. All right. What if I'm off Facebook right now? Instagram. (laughs) Make a picture. Too bad. (laughs) You have to reactivate. So what are we? What are we going with? I think are the quigs going non? non Non-Christian. Non-Christian. I'm super impressed. Really? You're wrong, but I'm super impressed. Why? The song is called "Angels" by MXPX. What? So this is from when they were a Christian band, and it's like the most Christian song on this album, Secret Weapon. But uh, I am so proud of myself, even though I got it wrong. Yeah, no, it's it's MXPX. Yeah, Yeah. 
Are you are like, you proud? Just say it, Hannah. Well, because I was because I was you. gonna do the Friday Tonight song, but I was like, I wonder if Hannah knows that one mm. too well. Because every Friday I play that song. Uh, Except tonight, you haven't played. I played it in the car. Not yet. Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me. Um. Uh, yeah. That was yeah. a good sounding. Everything was clean on that one. So they it must was. have had some really well I'm produced album. Of, I'm proud okay. of. I, I I'm proud of us, regardless. Yeah. For getting it wrong. Good work, Quigglies. Good work, Quigglies. Good work. All right. <laughs> Hang on. Jimmy just said something, and now I had to change one of my songs at the last minute. Hawk Nelson. Yep. <laughs> well, I only know zero. I only know zero, and the the album that came out in like 2014. I don't have like an extensive. I'll I'll give it to you afterwards and see if you would have okay. gotten it right away or not. But um, okay. Are we ready for the next song? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. I've been dying to hear what you're going through. I've been trying to find out what's up with you. There are too many secrets. There's distance between you and me. You've been running around like you're bulletproof. On the brink of disaster to tell the truth. And I'm far beyond worried. I miss you. I hope you're okay. Each time I try to say the things I try to say. You don't hear anything at all. I feel like that's Christian. I feel like it's like the perspective of God. Mm. What do you think, though? What's your gut? I don't know. It was, it, was it was boppy. I leaned not. It sounded like like a almost like a hello goodbye ish <laughs> kind of like synth pop. <sighs> Hannah, keep throwing out names. You might say who it is, and that at least make me feel good <laughs> if we get it wrong. I don't know. I, almost, I don't know. That wasn't relying K. Yeah, I I know not their newer stuff. We're throwing know. out band names if we're going. Uh, is Philmont or whatever a, a Christian band? Reed X. Okay, his face didn't say so. That wasn't them. Um, but I will go with non-Christian if you want to. Would you like for me to read the lyrics? Sure. Let's do this. I've I been love dying. That part. <laughs> I've been dying to hear what you're going through. I've been trying to find out what's up with you. There are too many secrets. The distance between you and me. You've been running around like you're bulletproof, on the brink of disaster to tell the truth, and I'm far beyond worried. I miss you. I hope you're okay. Oh, this song is about the friend who hasn't been to youth group in, like, six weeks. Huh? 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 Is it Christian? It, That's what I'm going with. What about you, Jimmy? I want to say... Should we do a split? It's Christian. Yeah, cover our bases. We can't be wrong. No, the Quigleys, the Quigleys are never going to break up. We're a band <laughs> until the end. Uh, I think it's Christian, but I can see if it's not. Is that which is the game? That's why we're playing. (laughs) I know. Hey, that was a good game. That sounds like. Are you going Christian? Yeah. No, no. I'm only going if you're if you're committed. He's throwing me off. (laughs) I know he's hard to read. Let me see if I can see his phone. (laughs) I can't. I don't worry. I couldn't before. Uh, Okay, let's go Christian. Okay. That is a song called Anything at All by Motion City Soundtrack, and it is oh. not a Christian song. I Those was lyrics say, were so... Yeah. I was say Motion City as like the hell of a... Yeah, like yeah I was going to do a Motion City. Jimmy, I'm and failing then, you. I was okay. going to do a Motion City, but I heard those lyrics, and I was like, that's... It sounds like... Yeah. It you sounds so... You have been so... in church in six weeks. Yeah. Where are you going? I saw you with a cigarette. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. 
Yeah, I've got a deflated too, Hannah. <laughs> he knows the riff again. What just flew out of your hand? <laughs> a guitar pick? It's a You're taking a picture. I'm getting B- <laughs> B-roll. Um, I have no idea. I'm not going to lie. It. This sounded like like super early reliant cash so is hawk nelson is this the hawk nelson song are they like twin city bands i don't know it's, it wasn't my scene hannah i feel like i let us down the the bad path the last one why because I, I went christian and i you was were... the i was the one that was like christian and okay like, okay all right I have different memory about that. I thought I let us. Oh, all right. No, I I was definitely the one that was like, "We're going Christian." We're going okay. Then what do we, what do we feel about this one? I feel I'm happy I, to go with whatever you feel. I feel like this one is the Christian one, but it's I like that it's random because there is no pattern. But I've that let's go felt very like yeah we're gonna I don't but know the, it felt Christian but the let's but the let's do this didn't huh. Well, let's that's they're this. two different very two different phrases. Yeah, let's do this was like let's do this. Like it sounded like Batman. This was like everybody, let's go. Let's go to church. <laughs> let's go to church. Let's get in the big blue van. <laughs> yeah, it's Christian, Hannah. I think. Okay, right. I'll go Christian. Yeah? yeah, let's go. What's our score so far? I feel like we. I think you've only gotten one wrong. Two wrong. Two wrong. Two. What number yeah. song is? Oh this? yeah, we you got angels in the other one. I don't know. <laughs> All right, what is it? Let's see. It. Let's hear it. Well, that is a song called Student Driver by Stellar Cart, and it is a That Christian is a Christian song. band. Yes, it is. Yeah, this was song number six, I think. Yes. It, so, um, let me check. Yes, it was. So we got four, four out two. of six. So then here, do I go with the original one or do I go with the one that I just replaced it with? Do it one with replace it because that one would have been okay. Hawk Nelson, right? Yeah. Which so we would have known. Yeah, we would have known. <laughs> right, yeah, we should have had right. him keep it. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right. So the, wait, let me just. The Quigleys get, aren't cheaters. Yeah, wait, here, let me go to, like, my middle school playlist and find something. Okay. Okay, okay. What's, I'm just gonna what hit... scene was middle school Zach in? I'm just going to hit something random. All right. I'll say Stellar Cart was middle school. Okay. But so was, like, some 41. So yeah. I, listened to, I listened to both. I wasn't, like, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Like, if it rocked, I right. liked it. So, all right, so here we go with, um, this, I'm just going to hit random. Feels like I'm going through the motions in the dark In a world that leaves me with an uninspired heart It sounds like a Christian song. I don't want it. It sounds like if Zach, are we familiar with this band? Maybe you might. I don't think you will be okay, but it's possible. I feel like they weren't even mine. They were, they might've been like my sisters that I was like passed mm. down to me. Cause I, I want to say Christian. Christian. 
Yeah. If it was Brienne's. It <laughs> Those lyrics came back and I was like, they're going to get it right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a song called Wake Up, Wake Up by Everyday Sunday. Wake up, oh sleeper. And that, is a, that is a Christian one. That is a Christian. So five out of five out of two, five out of seven. We passed. Yeah, you, we pa- passed. yeah, you, yeah, you passed. Through the, the battles so, of the bands. We got like second place, but we had a good show. All right. Well, so here's really my, good. so like genuinely, here was the one I was going to go with. And I'm curious if you would have gotten it or not. Or not. The Quigleys will return. The Quigleys, yeah. Like, would you have gotten that? That that that, that was Hawk Nelson? No, I could have got that. They listened to a ton of Man Overboard. <laughs> I think uh-huh. they too. Yeah, you can only yeah. lean on me for so long. Mm-hmm. I listened to that album a little while ago, and I was like, y'all were really into Blink. <laughs> y'all were y'all were the bubbas. Uh, <laughs> the pop punk scene yeah yikes yeah it was like this was blink for christian kids yeah just his voice when you said hawk nelson i was like you're gonna get it you're gonna hear that voice and be like oh i wouldn't have oh. but i would have thought like that early i i'm not i came on to reliant k i really only really listened to mm-hmm was the only album i really listened to but i was familiar with the other stuff and it sounded like that kind of stuff if that makes sense yeah but yeah mm-hmm. that was fun yeah, i love that you picked the fun. jimmy Eat world song yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> a good song yeah in conclusion folks quigley's village if you're an adult i don't think it's really going to connect with you but like if you have kids or you have some younger uh nieces or nephews maybe maybe give this a go and see and see how they feel um there there might be something uh, worth looking for in in this one, but you know what is worth looking for? Friendship, like the beautiful friendship that I found with these two lovely co-hosts, uh, Jimmy and Hannah. Hannah and Jimmy. Jimmy, anything you would like to plug? I'm looking up a plug right now. We we're talking about like Christian media and stuff. I was thinking right now media is like a Netflixy kind of thing for like devotions and stuff. So, yeah. I mean. If you want to subscribe to Right Now Media, I don't know the pricing. Mm-hmm. If you if you are 501 to 650 people, it comes up on YouTube. That's schools. <laughs> what is? I think you could probably get hooked up through your church, though, also. Yeah, yeah you they pro- might if, have an account, yeah. Yeah, if you're a church in Northern America, you're probably... <laughs> yeah. Uh, ask, your, ask, your, ask your pastor. Ask your pastor. Ask your pastor. We're plugging your pastor this. We're week. plugging, yeah, we're plugging your pastor this week. And if, if you don't have a pastor, we'll we'll be your pastor. <laughs> Jimmy will be your pastor. Yeah, yes. and I'll teach your kids at preschool. All right, yeah. uh, Hannah, anything you would like to plug? Yeah, I've got quite a few things. Oh, um, first and foremost, um, at the Honey Initiative for all your worship leading gigs. That's us. That's Zach and I. You know where to find us. And at Godfell's the pod for all things pod and questions. Woo. If you want to participate in our questions every week, uh, we're trying to do uh, weekly prompts. Uh, they'll usually go up. I'm going to say Wednesday or Thursday night um, for each episode. So uh, be on the lookout for that on our stories. Um, and last week I said I would bring some things for Black History Month. Um, I know it's late in the month, but, you know, Black History is not just limited to February. It's all the time. 
Um, so a couple things that I just wanted to plug. Um, there is a author and like mental health advocate. Uh, she's also the founder of a, uh, it's called the Loveland Foundation. Um, so she's someone I follow on Instagram, uh, Rachel Cargill. And um, she, well, I think a really important thing that has come more prevalent since 2020 is um, like black people do not owe you like teaching resources that like it's up to you to like do the education about racism and being anti-racist and, and black history. You know, um, if they want to share teaching, like great, but it's not like they're not if they want to teach about educational resources. Like that's completely up to them. It's not. It's not a require. Like it's not required of them. We shouldn't be like expecting. Uh, you know, every black person to teach us about anti-racist work. That's up to us as people and being actively, um, considerate of that. So what uh she posts uh every day. She's been posting a prompt of a topic to Google yourself. So she'll give. She'll provide a topic for you to Google and then encourages people to come back and share what they found in the comments. So it's providing a community. She also has some other great stuff linked in her link tree. Uh, and the other one I wanted to, uh, to plug, and I'm only laughing because um, this is a friend of mine does not know I'm doing this because I just uh, decided to be great to share on our pod. A friend of mine from high school, her name is Kimona. She um, and her friend Aaron host a podcast called Rebels Advocate Pod. Um, I've listened. I'm. I follow them. They have been um, uh, around for quite a few years, so they have plenty of episodes already out. Um, they got 68 episodes, and they talk about um, different advocacy issues and current events, things to you know to learn and be aware of. But they have um, a Patreon. Is it Patreon or Patreon? I don't know how to pronounce that. Patreon. Patreon. So if you want to be a a part of that community you can get newsletters other things and they have like a, a monthly kind of level set up so if you financially are looking for ways to donate um she's an amazing person super educated um and is doing some great things on this podcast so i would recommend uh kimona uh and her pod uh again that's rebels advocate pod on instagram and finally mitch dupree's linkedin Let's get him that. Let's get him those 500. Uh, Amen. And uh, I want to plug next week's episode, which is Jimmy's Choice. Uh, Jimmy, do you want to tell us what we're watching? I would love to tell you what we're watching. I forget what it's called. Something family about family camp. camp. Family Camp. <laughs> family Camp is a movie that we discovered while we were looking for stuff to uh, talk about. And I love Family Camp. I think it's a fun time. I don't think it's a, the kind of Family Camp that I'm thinking of. But... Uh, <laughs> But it, it seems like a fun guy. Is that correct me if I'm wrong? It's the skit guys. Yes, the skit guys in their like first movie. Oh. Okay, all right, yeah. So I'm, I like those those skits. They're good. So let's uh, do 90 minutes of it. Yeah. Brilliant, amazing. But until then, I've been Mr. Zach. I've been Miss Hannah. I've been Mr. Jimmy, and I'm going to win that poetry contest. I'm just in desire, and I need your help to guide me.